Okay. All right, there we go. It's recording now. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Colton Brooks Needs Help. I'm here still in quarantine, uh, this time on the sunny beaches of some random island. I don't know, but I'm joined today by Tom Higgins. Tom, you are a comedian, uh, a musician, a pizza delivery driver, a, a tweeter. Um, is there anything else you would add into that? Um, a magician. No. <laughs> um, I, th I think that I think that covers all the important. Pretty much stuff. covers it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I like to skateboard too, but I don't like to say I'm a skateboarder. I just think it sounds weird. You're not a skater. You don't want to be a poser. Uh, I, it just is like a weird uh, like title thing, I guess. I'm okay. a person who likes to skateboard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, some more background on Tom here is. You're you're currently in Pittsburgh. You're a Pittsburgh area comedian musician, uh, but you, we're both. We were just talking right before I started. Uh, both from the same neck of the woods. So how yeah. did growing up around this area kind of like influence you or direct you to being to where you are today? Um. Yeah. So I'm like we just said. I'm kind of from like like near Punxsutawney. I actually typically like. If I'm like traveling or if I'm just talking to someone I just met like in the city and they ask me where I'm from, I'll just say that I'm from Punxsutawney <laughs> because it's it seriously is way easier than trying to explain where I'm actually from, yeah. which is pretty close to Punxsutawney. And when you say Punxsutawney, people are like, oh, Groundhog's Day. Like, I know where that is. <laughs> so then I'm just like, okay, well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> and like, that's it. It's a little bit, <laughs> little bit like stolen valor, but you know, we'll... <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh, we'll let it slide that yeah it's weird it's so weird that like because I, I say if i'm talking to somebody from outside the state i'll go i'm from pittsburgh or i'm like oh yeah, I'm, from, yeah. I'm from like just outside of pittsburgh but it's yeah. kind of weird when you're in pittsburgh you're like um yeah i'm from punksy it's the it's the closest thing around there yeah i noticed i noticed that people do that like everywhere <laughs> like i knew some i knew some kids like when i went to school who like said they were like from philly and then, like, whenever I would go to Philly and hit them up, they're just like, well, I'm actually, like, an hour away. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh. Like, hey, I'm well, in I'm downtown here. Philly. Where are you at? And they're like, oh, I'm in, uh, yeah. I'm in Scranton. Uh, kind of Yeah. I think it's fine. Some people get mad when people do that. I don't care, man. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just make it easy for everyone. There's too much stuff nobody, in the world to be worried nobody about. Nobody cares where yeah. you're actually from. <laughs> if someone was like, I'm actually from Punk C, you'd be like, okay. All right. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what's weird is like we were talking about um some of our mutual friends uh but that just kind of made me think of just like it's kind of weird thinking about how many different like bands and uh, bands and stuff came out of like the punksy that kind of western pa area like there's i feel like there's a lot of local bands that have come from there do you do you see yeah, that as well or it's it's I, i'm not sure exactly like how unique that is but it seems pretty unique for like a rural like that rural yeah. part of western pennsylvania probably like 10 years ago like five to ten years ago even back as far as like 15 years ago there was like a crazy music scene um where we would get like you said like a ton of local bands but we also got all these crazy like touring bands that mm. would kind of like come in and play small shows also which further connected the people in that local music scene like those people in other cities and then we kind of like dragged most of it down to pittsburgh it seems. <laughs> yeah i remember being like like 15 or something and going to our local community center because like there was one room on the top yes. floor that was like where all these hardcore bands would play and i had no idea what like hardcore was i'd go yeah, in there and be i used like... to go to those shows all the time too <laughs> yeah like, it's hey, like the mosh pit's like... gonna open up and i was like what is that what's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I was a kid, I didn't really know exactly what was going on. But looking back on it now, I'm just like, wow, that was a that was a really like uh, like vibrant music scene yeah. that was happening. <laughs> that like, probably oh, it, it probably benefited me a lot, like growing up. Just kind of like I said, just meeting all these different people and being exposed to all these different kinds of music. Yeah, Punksy's always been like a kind of a weird area, like a weird place where like a lot of different people have come together and just. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, there, it's it's weird too because like some big sports players have come out of there too. There's uh, yeah, you're right. People playing like major league sports have come from there. Um, 
it's just kind of weird to think like a small town like that produces something but uh more on back to you and uh yes. comedy so how did you start <laughs> out doing stand-up comedy like what made you want to do that um so i guess it's something that i was like i was always interested in it like even when i was like uh, like a pretty young kid um like, I remember watching, like, the late-night TV shows with my grandparents and, like, watching, like, the stand-up comedians on there. And, like, I just, like, thought it was cool. And I always had it, like, my whole life, I always thought, like, oh, I could do that. But, like, growing up, like, where we grew up, I was just, like, I always thought that, like, people only did stand-up comedy in New York and L.A. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't, like, even, like, the first, like, few years that I lived in Pittsburgh, I didn't really know that there was, like, a local comedy scene here. Um. So I was always kind of interested in doing it, but I never really like took the idea seriously um, until I was like in my in my mid twenties. I'm I'm 28 now. I probably started thinking about doing it when I was like 24, 25. And uh, the first time I ever did it was just like really random. I was on this like uh, road trip with my friend out west, uh, and we like stopped in San Francisco for a night. And I was like, oh, like. I'll try stand-up comedy. Like nobody here knows me. Like I'm gonna be gone tomorrow. Like it's <laughs> I just like didn't care. So I did it and it was like horribly bad. It was actually the day it was the day that uh that like Trump was elected. It was the next day. <laughs> and I think You're I, like, I will I make remember. America smile again. Let's try it out. Yeah, I like I was I was just like, oh like I got some hot shit to say about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's not recorded. People said it was funny, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't do it for a full year after that because I was just like, I kind of bummed that it didn't feel like it. Yeah, it felt like it didn't go that well, and I didn't know what to do. Um, so then, like the following year, I actually was living in Philly. I lived in Philly for like a brief period of time, like less than a year, and that's like the like the second time that I tried it. And again, it was kind of like I always was afraid to do it in Pittsburgh because I didn't want people that I know yeah to see me suck at it. And I knew that I was going to suck at it for a while. So like while I was living in Philly, that's like, I actually waited until like I knew that I was moving out of Philly, like at the tail <laughs> end of living there. And I was like, okay, like I'll do stand up, I'll try it again. And ever since I tried it that second time in Philadelphia, I've basically been doing it every day since then. And that was like two years ago. Um, so it kind of was like a convoluted process. And that year in between, like when I wasn't doing it, I was like, was like watching it a lot and trying to learn about like like how to write jokes and like yeah. they don't help that much but i was like reading all the books that people say you should read and just trying to like learn more about it um but the second time is when it really like hooked me in and i was like this is cool i, I like this and i've been doing it ever since yeah i i feel like i'm in kind of like what you said before like the early 20s stage because i'm 22 okay and i'm like oh, same with you i've always wanted to do it and uh, now I was kind of like, well, now I'm getting done with college and I'm going to be moving to like a city area. And of course yeah. I was like, I know I've talked to you about like doing like open mics down in Pittsburgh or something. Yes, but... I do. I remember you messaging <laughs> me about that. Yeah. Hey man, can you talk about open mics? <laughs> Where yeah. We go? But uh, yeah, so that's kind of like now it's just, and like trying to do it like this, um, like doing like a podcast like this, I guess is my way of trying to get into it. But it, it does seem like a really, and it seems fun. Um, I imagine you have a lot of fun with it if you're still doing it all these years later. Yeah, uh, I do. I love it a lot. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely hard sometimes. Um, like it takes a lot of practice and it takes, it's like anything else. It just takes, you just have to accept that you're going to be bad at it Yeah. for a while. And even when you're like good at it, you're still going to be bad sometimes. Mm. Um, but one, eventually like the more you do it, you start meeting more people and that's what, that's what makes it more fun now is like, it's like you're going to see your friends also you know so even if you don't do well on stage you can hang out with people that you enjoy being around which is which is nice yeah i remember i went to a like comedy club i went to new york for like a vacation for a week and uh went, I went to the one comedy club on like a sunday just like a sunday open mic it was dead it was it was this weird place it was like a mexican restaurant up top and then down below was like this like almost unfinished basement that had a yeah. bar and like a <laughs> little stage and like i didn't get up but i just like was watching like the people there and it was it was kind of cool because you could kind of tell everyone there was like comedians and they were all friends and they were some of the jokes were 
weren't good at all but people were still like supporting oh, yeah, them exactly. like like yeah, you t- it, it was it was interesting to see i'm like oh yeah this is definitely like a a culture or a group i could get into uh so like how long so do you are you still doing open mics or where would you say you're at in your stand-up career yeah i mean you you always are i mean you should always be doing open mics um and i guess we will uh like ignore the like the pandemic that's happening (laughs) right now but like normally um like i do open mics almost every night of the week um and i would say i would say like i'm still i'm still in the beginner stages but like before the pandemic happened i was starting to get booked more regularly um i got booked on some stuff like at the pittsburgh improv and was opening for some cool people so i feel like before this happened i would just like see myself as a beginner but someone who's like just starting to kind of like like get booked a little bit more locally which felt it felt good but yeah you're a beginner you're a beginner for a while i mean people get good at things at different rates yeah um but they say that like it takes years to get like really good at stand-up to reach that like high level yeah especially i definitely see that (laughs) especially takes years to even get to the point where you're like making any sort of money so (laughs) Yeah, or yeah, or even just getting booked, and it's. I like the Pittsburgh, or I like the Pittsburgh stand-up comedy scene because it's like uh, it's big enough where we can like support each other and have a lot of mics, but it's small enough where you can actually get booked. Also, mm-hmm. um, like if I was living in New York or LA for the last couple of years, I, I would probably be telling you right now, like, oh, I'm hoping to get booked for the first time like soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I like I was out in LA a couple months ago. And just kind of like bullshitting people at open mics and like most of them were just like yeah i've been doing it for like a, a couple of years like i haven't gotten booked on a show yet like over that and like in the back of my mind i was like man like i do shows like pretty often <laughs> and, but and it's not necessarily because i'm way better it's because i live in a, in a smaller yeah. city you know but it's like that makes you better also being mm-hmm. able to get those like like quote unquote bigger reps like if you can get up on a bigger stage it helps you get better yeah, so, and especially nice. if you it's become a- big in Pittsburgh, that's going to help you, like, connect with somebody to go say, "Hey, I'm big in Pittsburgh. Why don't you have me go to Philly or oh, I go yeah, out to exactly. Ohio, just or anywhere?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the more, have, the more you do it, the more it keeps like building on itself. Have you mostly done comedy in Pittsburgh then, or have you gone out to Philly or done yeah, other places? Um, uh, basically just Pittsburgh and Philly. Um, it's it's mostly Pittsburgh, and I do still have like I did stand up in philly for a solid like two months um and i still have some people who i keep in touch with there mm. uh, and i've done it like a handful of times there and whenever i'm i go back to like visit people like i try to go every few months and i always do mics when i'm in town um so it's it's mostly pittsburgh but i try to like keep keep one eye like what's going on in philly and like keep my connections there that i have and uh, I, w- I w- my goal for this year was to start trying to like travel a little bit more um Cause I have like some videos now and you can use videos to like get booked in other cities. Um, but nobody's traveling to other cities. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of screwed up literally <laughs> kind of everybody I've talked to yeah. have been somehow like just negatively impacted by this. And so, yeah, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> but uh, so, so how with dealing with the coronavirus, how have you been trying to stay, uh, I guess like sharp with your comedic skills or doing stand up. Well, at first, like the first couple weeks, I was trying to do these videos on Instagram where I would like take suggestions from people and just write jokes about whatever people suggested and then kind of like quote unquote perform them and like make like a slightly edited video and post it. Um and that was a pretty good way to keep my writing skills sharp. But after like the last couple of weeks, like I've kind of gotten sick of that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, you were watching like the the live stream for the band the other day, like our album release show. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I really did comedy, like, like live on like <laughs> Twitch or Zoom, and I really hated it a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just it feels really bad to like, yeah, to like try your good jokes, and then yeah. like no matter what, like you can't you can't hear the people on the other side. It's just it just like doesn't feel good. Um, so for me, like, like I've kind of accepted the fact that I'm probably not going to do stand up on a stage for a long time, like a couple months at least. 
Um, so I'm still like writing and stuff, but I honestly don't really care that much about like staying sharp in that way. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to write some sketches with my friends um, that we can like film with each other over Zoom. Uh, and I'm trying to like, like I've been on Twitter like way more. Like I try to write like <laughs> funny tweets now. <laughs> Um, so I, I guess I'm still um, like flexing those like muscles to stay funny, but it's kind of crazy how fast I was just like, like I, I'm just gonna ditch stand up. Like, <laughs> like not like not. Di- I'm not. Yeah, just be like, oh, like, I guess I'm done yeah, with that like, for now. <laughs> yeah, like I can't like I can't wait to do it again. But I have to, like you have to not be delusional either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I can't I can't just be like, well, I'm staying sharp cuz I'll be doing it again next week. Like it's <laughs> not really the case. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think it's a lot weird. of it it's is really like weird. kind of natural. I'm sure it'll come back to you as soon as you get on the stage after oh, yeah. a couple times. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like going back to what you said about doing like stand up over Zoom and stuff. I know there was I know some other like like bigger comedians i saw were trying to do that they're like oh we're gonna do open mics over zoom or and it was like yeah. no that's it doesn't work <laughs> especially yeah, at least for did, like doing uh, it it's just like you get no feedback yeah i did a couple like open mics over zoom and i like that because it was uh it was just other comedians yeah and it was more like a workshop i guess it's like oh, i'm thinking of this idea what do you guys think of this that that's fun and productive but at the same time in the back of your head you're just like okay this idea is good like so what (laughs) like i can't i can't do it on stage for forever yeah yeah but i do think like i haven't really done that much work on it yet but i do think it's it's definitely a good time to try and get better at like making online content um and that's something i've been like this whole like quarantine i've been like oh i'm gonna start doing that more (laughs) um and i haven't but it really is because people are like people still want to watch things that are funny yeah they're on their phones all the time so if you can like like there's an audience out there you just have to kind of like figure out how to reach that audience and like the traditional like stand-up format isn't it's not really going to work it's like i don't know you just have to find something different (laughs) yeah i think that's why like a lot of uh just like like podcasts are kind of like growing in size as well everyone it's like seeming to do them because it does seem like another avenue to say something like comedic or like do a type of stand up, but it's more like a conversation. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of equate it to like when you're like with your buddies and you're just like joking around and like almost like doing that in a video form. So, yeah. And like, I feel like podcasts that are really popular are people that are good at that. You know, like they're like, really good at riffing with the boys you know well, that's <laughs> like, why that's why i think like joe rogan's probably like number one because you know he's a comedian and yeah, has, exactly. he has that he has that natural kind of like sharpness to his conversation and uh i don't know have, can, you ever, like, have you ever listened to joey diaz i have a few times yeah i'm not real big on podcasts but i've listened to yeah these guys. I, I i'm just, just a couple i've listened of his is like he he does a lot of talk about he'll he'll, he'll do funny stuff but then, like, it's weird because he goes funny and then he goes, like, super serious. And he'll have, like, episodes yeah. where all he talks about is, like, <laughs> this is how you deal with, like, guilt or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, all right, I guess this is cool. Like, yeah, he was funny before. Maybe it'll be. <laughs> um, so going into what, so what are your, you, so you're focusing on mostly doing sketches and stuff and trying to do more online content until you yeah, get back kinda, up on stage yeah so what are your kind of hopes or plans for when you can get back on stage what are what like plans did you have before that kind of got ruined are you trying to make any big moves or um well like i said i was uh like right before this happened i was just kind of i just kind of starting to get booked more often and feeling good about that um so hopefully after this is over i just want to continue on that path and for me the goal is always like the goal is always just to be keep getting better at it and keep progressing. Um, so ideally, I would like to just pick off, pick up where I left off, um, and kind of jump back into the local scene. Um, I do think it would be cool to like, I would like to make my own show or like my own open mic or something. Like, I think that's something that I could realistically do. Um, eventually, I do think I want to move to LA. Um, I just, I just like it there. I kind of wanted to live there like before I started doing comedy. Um, 
but I don't know if I want to do that like yet or like immediately. Um, but eventually that kind of is like the end game for me, but it's not, it's not really like, uh, like for me with comedy, I don't have like a, I want to do like this kind of show or I want to get booked like for this or this. Yeah. Like for me, the goal is just to like get better at it and have fun. And as long as I'm doing that, like, I'm I'm good at that. Yeah, it's not good if you're just focusing in on it. Be like, I'm I'm here to make money because you'll just be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's for fun. Mm. You know, it's just uh, it's funny, and <laughs> it's just goofing off. So how how is life in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, before and during COVID? How how is it? Is it is it cool? Is it actually cool to live down there? Um, it's pretty cool. I'm not like uh, some people really go off for it because they're um, like white girls that I went to high school with loved Pittsburgh. Like, I think it's they, I think it's good. Um, I think I enjoyed living in Philly a, a little bit more. Um, there's just like more to do and like mm-hmm. better public transportation and better food. <laughs> it's closer to New York, which is cooler. Um, but Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is a nice place to live. Um, it's quiet. It's pretty affordable um there's good food like where i live i live in lawrenceville it's pretty walkable most of the city's not really and the public transportation is not that good yeah so those are some things i'm not crazy about and the sky is just like the same color every single day <laughs> it's probably like that there a little bit yeah um, it's just like the past couple of weeks has just been like non-stop like one shade of gray like <laughs> oh that's, like, that's just no PA sunrise, no sun- yeah S- snow in pennsylvania in may yesterday uh what was it yeah the other day it was like an inch of snow at my place i'm like yeah this is cool i love this yeah it's definitely it's definitely a great city and i've i've lived here for a pretty long time and even even like when i was um like a little kid like i had family that lived here and stuff and i came here like like i've uh, i'm diabetic and when i was like little kid i had like some other health problems too so i was like at the hospital in pittsburgh like frequently um so we would be always like taking trips down and like going to the doctor or like visiting family or doing whatever. So it's like when I moved here like six or seven years ago, I was already, I was already pretty like familiar with it. It's not like I was moving somewhere that was totally crazy new. Um, but yeah, I've lived here for a good while, like long enough to be comfortable. And I think it, I think it's a nice place, but I definitely like after I lived on the East coast and came back, I was a little bit like less I was a little bit less in love with it. Like I was just like I, I want to ride the subway, dude. Like <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely you get used to and you go to like the big cities and you're like, wow, everything's here like everything's here with close or if I need to go anywhere, I can just get on a train. Yeah. A little underground <laughs> train. Like I don't know why I, I I went to New York. I loved the subways. I don't know like if it's just I'm just like, oh, this is cool. I get in a little train that goes underground, oh, yeah, and there's homeless yeah, people yeah, asking a, me for money. So it's it's a really interesting. Yeah, it's the, it's, a, it's the same in Philly, man. Like the the subway system in Philly is pretty good, and it's pretty affordable too. You pay like pay like a small amount of money, and you can go anywhere in the city in like ten or fifteen minutes. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, great, but I but I do like Pittsburgh. Just not too. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Not, I've never spent a lot of time in it. not a lot of time in Pittsburgh. But uh It's good. And the uh like the creative communities <laughs> here are, are pretty sweet too. Like I already met, I already talked about comedy, but like kind of the same for music. I feel like it's a really good place to like get good at something. Um but it's not so small that it's boring. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really good place where th- people can like tr- like take risks and try things and get What's, better at something. And, uh and like the film industry's kind of is it still moving in the Pittsburgh a lot? I think I think not as much as it was a few years ago. Um, but yeah, like they're always like making movies here and like shooting like like Netflix is always shooting here. Yeah. Like Seth Seth Rogen did that thing here last year. So yeah, the film industry is like it's definitely here. I don't know how locally involved that is. Mm-hmm. I think it's mostly like people like production companies. LA, yeah. yeah, production companies come in and bring all their people and bring their gear with them and they're just here. <laughs> yeah. But it's still cool. It's still interesting that that's like one of the like hubs you wouldn't think of in like Western PA that there's yeah. like a hub of culture. But um yeah, yeah, do you ever notice like when you're like I've noticed it, but like when you're watching Netflix shows or something you're just like that's definitely Western PA like in that <laughs> shot. Like I remember we were watching uh there was like some movie we went to see 
couple years ago. It was like me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, and it was like it was just like a small indie movie, and yeah. uh, we went to see it, and we were watching it, and we're like, yeah, this is good, this is a good movie, and we're like, we just assumed that it was like, oh, it looks like it's like in the Northwest, like Pacific Northwest, and then randomly they're like, oh, that kind of looks like Pittsburgh, and then the guy goes to like UPMC <laughs> or something, and we're like. Oh yeah. crap! This is filmed in Pittsburgh. What the heck? <laughs> and it's just like, like, yeah, they went to like UPMC. Like, what? Oh my god! I didn't even know. And we we're like, kind of like freaking out in the middle of the movie. We're like, oh, this is, that's kind of cool. But um, so you also do you play? Is it you play bass right? In a in I play the guitar. Oh, guitar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same same kind of form, but different sound, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So you play in the band same, just S A M E same, right? Yes. And is this the first band you've been in or is this like another? Uh, no i've i've been in a few other bands um before this um kind of right before this i played in a band called naked spirit uh with a bunch of guys from punxsutawney okay actually. yeah yeah um and uh jesse who also plays insane currently um and like jesse and i kind of like split off from naked spirit because we wanted to do something totally different um and that other thing became same um but yeah i played in naked spirit and i like jammed with some of my friends um in college also with this band that like didn't have a name but we like played shows sometimes mm-hmm. um and yeah and before that i like wasn't playing music but i was like living at a, a house venue when i was in college in clarion pa and like booking shows and stuff um and when i was in high school i played in like another band like i changed the name of the band like every week <laughs> I was in like ninth grade. It was like a metal band. It was like those metal bands that you're talking about at like the community center. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely like, like my most like serious endeavor at music. So when you went to like go out and set out to create uh, the band that would become Same, like what were your what were your influences? What made you want to like what influenced you to make the band the way it is? Well, um it's it's kind of hard to pick out like exact influences i guess at the time um some bands that were influencing us a lot more uh were like pavement and uh like the pixies and like bands kind of in that vein um from the 90s but it's not really just that i think like it kind of the goal for the band is just to have an original sound um so we try we purposely try to pull influences from a lot of different places um like i know like like for me like if we're like writing a song that we want to sound like a certain way like if we're trying to write like a rock song like i will purposely not listen to rock music for a while and try to like try to listen to like some out there stuff so that i can try and pull in some other kind of influence so that you can so that we're not just like ripping off whoever we're like being influenced by which is really easy to do. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe, maybe like a little bit over conscious of that <laughs> to where the point where I try to like brainwash myself with all these different kinds of music. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you can definitely hear like the main, like the nineties, like rock. And that's like, that's like the common denominator for all of us. That's like where we all started. Like, okay, we all like this. So we can start here. Mm-hmm. But then like the four of us each have like all these different influences that come in as well which is really sweet and you you guys just released your latest out al- was that your first album that was our first full-length album first yeah full we, length. we released two we released two eps before that that were four songs each um and this is our first full-length project the name of the album is plastic western it's available on every streaming site available right yep it's on everything um, I, I definitely I've listened to it. It's it's a good it's a good album. I've really liked it so far. Um, I, need much, to, I still I need to re-listen that. to it a couple of times to get like an actual like full experience. But uh, yeah, so far what I listened to was really good. I like the I, I did like the guy how you guys promoted it with different stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite was when you were sending dogs to doggy hell for the <laughs> oh yeah for the yeah, song that was, that was that was Jake doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was pretty good jake jake does a lot of the stuff on twitter um which is weird because i'm on like i'm on twitter all the time but i don't do the band twitter that much That's, I, honestly that was one of my questions because i was like I, i'm like is this is this tom tweeting this out or it's it's kind of it's mostly jake but we 
we all have the password and go yeah, in there yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like I'll 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 fire one off like uh, like once a week or something. <laughs> uh, I was just I was because uh, the it's a song it's it's lonely and doggy hell is a song title and so I sent in my dog who yeah, unfortunately passed away. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I no, it's really funny because we'd always joke and we're like. Yeah, my dog's in hell right now. He's <laughs> he's down there in hell. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I gotta I gotta capitalize on. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you like show your family? <laughs> <laughs> were you just like, Look. no, they were. <laughs> I don't, they would not be amused by it. But uh, so, look what these uh, look what these strangers did with this cigarette dog. <laughs> <laughs> look, he's in hell now. I'm sure my very religious family would be happy to know <laughs> that our dog's now in hell. So, but uh, <laughs> so when you were so just going through like how was the process of going and actually making a full-length album and like recording it and mastering it and putting it out uh it was it was awesome um it was a lot of hard work and it took it took a little bit longer than i thought it would um but the the recording process um we recorded it at this studio in the poconos um called the bunk um that's my, my friend matt owns it um he's a he's like a sound engineer who lives in philadelphia and he plays in some bands in Philly and I kind of met him when I was like going to shows there and like living there and stuff. Um, so he like works at a studio in Philly, but then he has his own studio up in the Poconos where he records like his stuff and his friends projects that he likes and stuff like that. So um, we booked some time there with, with him. We booked eight days there, um, which was cool. I'm glad we were able to do it all like in one chunk. Uh, because we really were able to just like like in the actual like studio part there's like no cell service like no wi-fi so you just like every day is like you like just, get up wake up early like eat something like get some coffee like and go in there and start working and work until like nine or ten at night and like yeah. that that was like kind of an awesome feeling to just be totally <laughs> like in the zone like the whole time you're there and it was like during the winter time, so it was really cold and snowy too. Like we were just kind of holed up in there. You just making snowed a in. It was yeah, no yeah. One, it, def it definitely probably helped us helped us focus a little bit. No one got cabin like, fever. Or it wasn't like a like a the thing situation no. didn't happen where you were turning on each other. <laughs> no, I don't think we were there. Maybe we were like a couple of days away from that happening. Okay. <laughs> we might have been close. Um, would have been a like very different album if you were there for yeah. like five more days <laughs> yeah for like the week we were there it was mostly just like a, like cozy cabin time which is nice the studio itself um was in like so it's like a house with like a barn next to it the studio is in the love of the loft of the barn there's cool. no, yeah it is really cool it sounded amazing um it was a nice environment but there was no heat in there oh. um and it was like the middle of january in the poconos so we would have to like bring in this like propane heater that would like shoot flames out of it and like try and warm the room up with that and but it was really loud so we couldn't record while that was on so like every couple hours we would have to like t like shut down all the recording stuff like bring in the heater like blast it for a couple minutes to do what we could and then like <laughs> just go back and mostly deal with it i was i remember like tracking guitar and I had on like my winter jacket and like multiple pairs of socks, and I was just like hunched over my guitar. I was just like, "This sucks." <laughs> like, I was like, "All right, time to make it sound like you're you're at a warm beach or something." Like, like a nice chill song. Like, it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> so but then the inside, uh, like the inside of the house, was like, "Oh, there's like a fireplace, and like we got a bunch of good food." So when you're done for the day, it felt great. Oh yeah, nice reward kind at of, the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of stressful too because eight eight days sounds like a long time, but it's not when you're trying to record like mm -hmm. like more than twelve songs. It's like that that last day was kind of like we're just like shit. Like I <laughs> I hope we finished the record, <laughs> and we did. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so do you guys did did you guys tour at all before before I uh, released so, at least before COVID and everything? Um, not for this album. Um, we have we have toured in the past. Um, we've done like small tours around like the Northeast and the East Coast, um, and we had some touring plans for after the album came out. Um, I think I'm actually my calendar says I'm supposed to be in Canada like 
I was supposed to be in Canada this weekend that just passed. Or no, I was the album just came out. It's supposed to be in Canada next week and Philly the week after that. And we have all these shows booked for the summer that are aren't going to happen. But yeah, we had uh, we hadn't really toured in a while, so that's something I was looking forward to. It's uh, oh. not happening. <laughs> oh, hopefully soon, at least twenty twenty one. We'll see same on a nationwide tour. Yeah, definitely. Like as soon as as soon as we are able to. Um, I want to. <laughs> is there any places or any parts of the country or world that you really want to go and tour at? Or uh, well, I at? mean, I like personally, I have I've traveled around the United States quite a bit, but I've never left the United States. Um, so I think it I think it'd be really cool. Like a lot of bands go to Europe. I think it'd be cool to go to Mexico. Um, like I think it'd be sweet. I know some people that have like kind of toured through Mexico. Yeah, and and, and had a good time. That seems like I, a I very wild it, I, place to go and tour. Yeah, so be... I think I think it'd be a really cool place to drive around in a van for for a week or two. <laughs> just and like, just like, yeah, just play music in the desert. Like, I think it looks cool. I'd like to go to Mexico. We this man, we've never played like the West Coast either. So that's that's something I'd like to do ASAP. Definitely expand out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. From from what I listen to you guys, your whole your whole like catalog. Uh, it's all good it's all like good quality music so i definitely could see you guys getting bigger and bigger especially as you do more projects and be able to expand to that uh yeah, like do it nationwide I, yeah i hope i hope so too and that's uh that's what we plan to keep doing um it's kind of like what i said with comedy like the goal for this is just to like have fun and play music as much as i can and i don't see any reason why i would stop <laughs> uh besides like a pandemic so that's... right yeah i yeah, feel we're I... still uh we're still jamming though i mean like jesse still sends mm-hmm. me ideas like we'll like send them over a garage band it's not the same as like practicing in person but it's better than nothing now do you think after you did like your album release party on twitch and uh, i know like you said you don't like doing it for comedy but would you think about doing like a like a concert or a band performance on twitch well i think we have some of those planned but uh jesse's just going to do them by himself um like he's going to use a drum machine and uh play the songs like, like an acoustic version of the songs um i haven't i haven't really looked into it that much it, i feel like it would be really hard to do with a full band just if yeah, there's any guess... if there's any amount of lag it won't work at all <laughs> um i'm i'm down to try though i'm more down to try that than i am for comedy because with music, I don't really care about the crowd mm. reaction as much. <laughs> I guess not even like have everyone together in one space instead of trying to do it over Zoom. Because yeah, yeah, Zoom that, would be yeah <laughs> messy. But, yeah, I uh, guess we could do that too. If we if we just got a couple of mics, we could definitely do that. I know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we will do that. <laughs> Good <laughs> yeah, idea. Uh, yeah, you can, you can credit me at the bottom. Just say yeah. thanks, Colton, <laughs> for the idea. Uh, <laughs> But I, I know because we just watched this last weekend. It was like Secret Sky or something, but it was more like EDM focused. Uh, Porter Robinson just like got all these different DJs together, and they all performed from their homes and oh, did like yeah. a like a twelve hour live stream. It was pretty sick. I, th- I think I saw someone posting about that. Uh, we went over to do you, you know Drew Cooper, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah, we went to his palace and got a little had a little couple drinks so nice it was it was a cool time especially like seeing how people like took their because you know edm is famous for having their like big light shows and everything yeah, at their yeah. shows and half the reason people go is because they're rolling on acid or something they want to see all the yeah. pretty lights <laughs> but it was kind of cool seeing that like turned into a twitch stream or like a, a live stream thing because people were doing cool things with their backgrounds like some guy had oh, his yeah. like normal background and he replaced it with a green screen so like it was his normal background then it just started melting with like when the song hit and we're like what's going on what's happening here i like that (laughs) yeah that's the thing is like um like in some ways like doing content like that is limiting but in other ways like you can do things that you can't do live so like with comedy, I just have to like find that find that little like pocket of like enjoyment, I guess, or, or like funniness, mm-hmm. uh, like in the online format. 
there's a way to do it i just don't know what it is so are you saying <laughs> so you're not going to take the bullet yet and start doing just dive in the twitch streaming and just doing stand-up bits while you're playing fortnite or something no not yet the only <laughs> the only video game i really play is animal crossing <laughs> you can do that you can do, 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 do people stream that yeah i imagine i, I imagine people have to yeah, they do. I don't know. I don't watch them, but sometimes they. I imagine yeah. some people do. Yeah. But so I wouldn't, uh, want, I wouldn't want to watch someone play. <laughs> that's, that's kind of um, that kind of leads into my next question. So outside of music and comedy, and I guess Animal Crossing, how have you been yeah. keeping? Uh, what have you just been doing in your regular life during um, this whole quarantine? Have you keeping sane? Yeah. Well, I have been skateboarding a a lot like more than i ever have in my life i do that like i do that pretty much every day now um and it's it's a nice way to like go out and get some exercise and you i can do it completely by myself like in a like at a abandoned basketball court or something um so that's an easy way to go outside i've been going for like super long walks also like i'll just like go for a walk i got these new headphones that i really like so i'll like put those on and like check out some new music um i i do still have to uh work like a I work like in an office, so they switched me to like working from home. So that keeps me busy during the day. And then at night, I just kind of like go for a walk or skate or listen to music or something. I'm like, I, I kind of like the, like the quarantine lifestyle. I'm taking like some classes online too. I'm like learning how to code. I was doing that before, but I'm taking it like a lot more seriously now because I have time. Yeah. So yeah, I've got like I've got plenty of stuff to keep me busy, and like I've been working on music a little bit more than I normally do, also, which is nice. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people I talk to that started working like from home say they actually kind of like prefer it because you know you're just kind of oh, you, yeah you get to be in your own you, like you wake up five minutes before you're supposed to be on like put on a shirt and get on. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. My my mornings have been so great. Like I actually, I actually wake up earlier than when I was working because I'm look forward to the morning more <laughs> like yeah. the morning like I can like I can like stretch and like meditate and like eat a nice big breakfast and like get in the zone it just, it just feels better <laughs> yeah as opposed to like I'm do the I do the whole like like I like ride the bus to work every day and like I'm always like late and rushing and I don't eat breakfast and I just like feel like shit all the time <laughs> I just, yeah I definitely feel good like I'm getting plenty of sleep I'm getting plenty of exercise like physically tip top never been better good to, good to hear good to hear. yeah <laughs> but uh yeah same thing with like kind of like school being online just i'm in my senior year of college so it's like yes i was gonna ask you're you're in school right now yeah i'm still i'm set to graduate this fall okay, so you have one more semester okay, one more i got okay. my internship this summer doing school work over there and then, and then uh hopefully graduating i don't even know what's going on yet so yeah yeah, that's exciting, man. Congrats. But uh, thank you. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny. My one of my finals was doing uh, a presentation like of our final project. It was kind of like okay, yeah, everyone get in the Zoom meeting, and it was yeah. like I woke up <laughs> like five minutes before, just put a t shirt on, wasn't wearing pants, and was like presenting out and like as a professional. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, just see, this is what I do, and like, wow, cool. you did a good good job. You're very professional. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I was in my boxers. You all you have to do like when you're on these zoom meetings and stuff like like you just explained you just have to you just have to keep it together for like a couple minutes you just don't stand up don't stand up yeah. right in front of the camera and then you i remember seeing something it was like um either somebody from work or school or but anything where like the camera was on them and they kept forgetting to wear pants or like they they wear not wear pants and then forget the camera was on so they'd get up to leave to go get something. Oh yeah. They sit down. They like had the HR had to send an email like, <laughs> can you please wear pants when you work? <laughs> but uh, luckily I'm smart enough to not not have done anything like that yet. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it for as long as they will let me do it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like how many places just keep people working remote even after well, yeah because done. like it, at the beginning of this it was really hard um because my job is not it's not really like equipped to work from home yeah but now that it is like <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna be like okay well like i'm already doing it so why don't you just let me keep doing it <laughs> you know like 
it's like yeah like it's, it's working out it's working out the past couple of months yeah Let's just keep I, bet, going. I bet so many that's gonna happen to so many people like they're gonna be asking to do that <laughs> like uh, so many people who like like your job used to tell you you couldn't work from home but now you do and it's fine yeah i, I couldn't imagine like a job that would be like better to go into the office for like maybe like yeah. maybe to work on stuff but like one that i like you'd have more enjoyment actually going into the office it'd be a pretty yeah good job. i definitely like i mean i definitely am a little bit more focused when i'm in the office mm. i have more fun at home <laughs> better but i guess like for i mean there's probably a ton of jobs like this but for, for my job i work at a university um and i deal with like uh with like sensitive student information that i'm i'm only allowed to access from the from like the hardwired internet on campus yeah um so that makes like that makes my job a little bit harder but there's like they found some ways for me to get around that but that is an example where like just be like just being on campus is easier for most aspects of my job mm -hmm. but now that i'm used to doing it at home like i can i can make it work yeah it's all about just making it work yeah uh so going back to kind of like comedy so how do you so when you sit down to write a joke, how do you what what's that process like for you? Um, for me, um, I'll just kind of walk you through like my whole process. There's not like a like I, I guess uh, like in the morning. I, I try to write in the morning, typically like first thing when I wake up, and I do what's called free writing, which is where I just like write like it's basically like stream of consciousness. Like I just write like whatever's in my brain. I try to do that for like 30 minutes or just like fill up a couple pages. Uh, and then I'll just kind of go back and look through and be like, Oh, okay. Like maybe there's like some ideas in here. Um, so typically I'm not really like shooting for anything specific. I'm just kind of like, I write and then I go back. I'm like, Oh, here's some things I can pull out and like revise and like refine them and make them better. Um, but then once in a while I do like, like I, I just find like random writing prompts online. Um, like on different like writers websites my, my friend um amanda averill she's a pittsburgh comic um she has some really great writing prompts on her website that i use um, so sometimes i'll just like free write for a while and then i'll get on a prompt or i'll like go on twitter and like like write about the first thing that i see about or something i, I keep it like pretty like pretty random i guess for where i'm trying to like pull inspiration from but then once in a while like it's pretty it's pretty rare that like a fully formed joke will just like pop in my head yeah but sometimes that happens and then i can write other jokes like based on that but it's also kind of like i have like all my notes in my phone also like if i like kind of riff on something funny when i'm talking to a friend or i hear someone say something that i think is funny i like put it in my phone and then i'll like work on that later during during writing time yeah. and then it, i guess it's like after you write it you kind of get an idea of how you want to perform it and you try it at an open mic and then it's like this big like revision process where you try to an open mic, like change it again, and you just like keep doing that basically endlessly. <laughs> and then you, and then like once you think you got it, you practice doing it live, like the same time, like a, a bunch of times basically. Yeah, I know. Like I I've tried doing that thing, like you said, with the notes when you're like talking to your friends and you write down something. You're like, this is hilarious. I got to write this down. And then yeah. I go back to check it, and I'm like. This is this is all garbage. It, it either does it either like doesn't make sense or like, like I think I was, good. Like, yeah. was I high writing this? Like what was going? What, yeah, like, I don't even lot. know what the point was here, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <this> is bad. <laughs> yeah. I try. Uh, I don't really smoke weed that much, but I do. I do sometimes. I have been doing it a lot during um, quarantine, but like that happens a lot. Where like I'll be kind of stoned, and I'll be like, this is funny. Like, this is hilarious, <laughs> bro. This is. Yeah. Oh my god this is yeah. hilarious and it's like yeah and then i look at it like the next day i'm just like what the hell is this man like <laughs> <laughs> this is this shit is not funny <laughs> like, do, you, do you have any good any good ones written down or give um, us a little, little taste of something that might become something later yeah sure so there's this one i uh i actually did this on a zoom mic last week um i was thinking about like laundromats and how a laundromat is basically just it's like a it's like a big room that's filled with an appliance that you don't have at your house and i started thinking you know, like 
uh, like I don't have very many appliances at my house. So why don't we have that for other appliances? Like, why isn't there a room where I can just go use a toaster? You know, there's like a hundred toasters in there and people just come in with like <laughs> their two, two slices of bread in their hand and they toast it. And then Somebody, they take it back home and eat it. Guy comes yeah. in with his like robe on, not dressed. Some old guy with the balls hanging yeah. out. Just I need this toast. <laughs> hey, let me use a couple quarters and get on my yeah. way. Yeah. So that's another <laughs> one where it's like, uh, like that's like the initial idea. But now I'm kind of going through and trying to find like, okay, like, what are some other appliances that I could try and write about? You know, and like yeah. normal, like during the open mic process, like I probably would would try like different punchlines like every night. Yeah. Now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now you just gotta. But, yeah, but that is kind of a, that's like a goofy one that I wrote like last week that I that I enjoyed. Pretty good. It's pretty good. I got, I got a little chuckle out of that. It's you develop it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to have my notebook here, but like like recently I've been like I've been writing a lot, but there haven't really been that ma- that many jokes coming out. It's kind of like uh, going through some writer's block right now. I was gonna say, are you going through your, like your dark, comedic phase, like where comedians just get really serious, um, and you're just like reflecting? I don't know. I always have kind of like a like a, like serious serious modes, I guess. <laughs> but it definitely is more so like just kind of the world we're living in, and you know, it's like a like I don't really think that. Like when you look at the news and look at everything that's happening, it's it's not funny, you know. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. Like in my in my day in my day to day life now, um, I'm not really experiencing that many things that are making me laugh, or just experiencing things at all, you know. Like, <laughs> like comedy, comedy yeah, is very yeah. like, comedy is very reactionary. You know, it's like oh, I see something and it makes me think about it, and then I can write about it. It's like, what am I going to write about? Like sitting in my bedroom all day. Like the you know? corner, what's up with the corner of my wall? Like what's up with this little yeah, exactly. corner of my room? It's a little dark. What's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I I've been experiencing some some writer's block, but again, like I, I think that's normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's normal and fine, and uh, I'll just keep kind of I'll just keep kind of like working my way through it the best well, I can. Well, you just gotta find out like things to inspire you. Just watch. You said you watch comedy. What yeah. are your, some of your big? I guess comedic influences since we talked to your musical influences earlier. Yeah, I guess um a, a, another good thing I've been trying to do during this um like quarantine is like like before I ever did comedy, I was like a huge comedy fan and would like watch it all the time and go to live shows and stuff. And then once I started doing it, I stopped watching it just because I'm like exposed to it like, so much every day that I just like to a certain extent, I just don't really want to hear it anymore. <laughs> um, so I kind of like for the last couple of years, I haven't really like watched or like kept up with very much comedy. Um, but since this like pandemic has started, I've been kind of like catching up and like trying to like watch some specials or just like watch like funny movies or TV shows a little bit um, and get caught up. Um, but this during the pandemic, I just watched uh, Do you know who Sam Morrill is? Sam Morrill, I it sounds familiar, but I've not watched him or her. Yeah, he just uh, he just put out like a self produced special on YouTube um, a few weeks ago uh, that was really good. And actually tonight, I think um, Mark Norman is putting out like a self produced special on YouTube also. Okay, and those are two guys who are like uh, they're probably not like household name famous. Um, but they're like working comics who yeah. have been on like the late night shows and stuff. You know, like they're definitely like they're on their way up. They're fast, fast on their way up. Yeah. Um, and those guys are both really funny. So I'm go- I'm probably gonna watch the uh, Mark Norman special later tonight. Um, but as far as like all time like influences, like when I was starting, like I remember when I was young, like my grandparents were kind of into like George Carlin and like like Bill Cosby and like they'd have like those like vinyl records at the house and tapes and I would listen to those. And I remember like thinking George Carlin was really funny when I was young, like even when I was in high school and stuff. So you weren't a big fan. You're not a big fan of Bill Cosby. I mean, not anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. Just a little test there. uh, Yeah. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to say that I liked them uh, like in the (laughs) nineties. 
everybody liked him in the 90s <laughs> he sucks now it'd be, yeah, it'd be worse if you were like no dude he's still funny he's still got it man just... yeah, what, if I, yeah, what if I'm just like yeah dude like a, if I just switched I was just like yeah I don't really listen to George Carlin anymore <laughs> but I, I still play the Bill Cosby but, uh, you know I got back in the Bill Cosby when he was in the news I yeah. went back and listened to funny guy he yeah. had some good stuff <laughs> Uh, but yeah, is there so like, um, is there any like Pittsburgh comedians that you kind of either you know want to give a little shout out to or people that you kind of look up to in the Pittsburgh scene? Um, yeah, I have like um, like all all kinds of all kinds of great and talented friends here. Um, I, it's it's probably too many people to like to really give a shout out yeah. to, to, but just, I guess just like the like the Pittsburgh scene in general right now is uh it's pretty good like i said it's a nice it's a nice community it's uh it's very supportive um and we're all we're all kind of helping each other uh get better so uh, i'm kind of excited it's kind of exciting to see you know like who's gonna um get like get really good Mm -hmm. um it's fun it's a lot of fun and if you like live in the pittsburgh like region um come down to a show sometime there's a good good local comedy scene here I, I guess I will shout. I'll shout out uh, Burning Bridges Comedy Club. Okay. Um, it's here in Lawrenceville. It's a. It's the city's only independent um, comedy club. I think it's the only one. Um, but yeah, some some really great people run it, and they're all like locally produced shows, um, and they do bring in those like people who are maybe not like giant like national headliners, but they're really great working comics. And yeah. Then, um, like I said, they allow like local comics to like open all the shows. Um, so that that place really creates a good uh, sense of community, and it's places like that that kind of help people like me who are new get better and kind of like learn how everything works. So I'm I'm really grateful uh, for that place, just kind of for for being around, uh, and for like Derek and Amanda to be doing all all the great work that they do, um, to kind of like foster the the stand up community. Thank they you. were the, they worked really hard to do that. So so yeah, if you're ever around, um, definitely check out burning bridges comedy club it's a, it's a really yeah. cool place i i think definitely now being in like quarantine has kind of like like cemented in my head i'm like okay once i'm done with it, like once this is over i'm definitely going out and doing stuff before i can't do it again yeah because <laughs> yeah. i yeah, like, definitely i feel like so many people have like stuff going on and like especially like like i had stuff where i was like i was planning to do this and that and had things had like job opportunities lined up and i'm like yeah, you know, I'm, you know what? I'm getting my shit together. This is cool. This is kind of cool having it together. And then it's like, hey, yeah, you gotta stay home for five months. Like, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's tough, man. But I think it helps. Like, you just have to keep in mind that it's not just you. you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened to literally everybody. Yeah, that's. I was just like, on, the, on the last episode talking to uh, two of the athletes. One of them was uh, one of the basketball players, and they literally just won their like the PSAC, you know, Pennsylvania school regions and we're ready to go on to like the next one, the next big tournament. And literally like the, the Wednesday before the, that tournament, it just got, everything got shut down and canceled, which really sucks, sucks. Cause those guys, cause it's like all this like athletes are like, Hey, it's my senior year. This is my time to really make it big yeah. in my like sports career. And then it's like, ah, screw it. You're done. Yeah. It yeah. sucks yeah even like everything literally everything like even people who aren't athletes who are just seniors it's like <laughs> okay like your senior year's over now like, yeah you're, it's done yeah you don't know you don't get to walk across the yeah. you get to go everybody on zoom go. though you get to wear your cabin yeah. gown on zoom isn't that cool Every, everybody go home <laughs> we're, we're done with this shit it's like, yeah, just, just go to fuck home we're done <laughs> well uh i guess we can kind of wrap up here we're getting close to an hour but i want to thank you for talking to me uh, thank you for, you know, coming on here, coming on the show. Is there anything you want to shout out or tag plug of anything of yours? Um, yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll just plug like the new, the new same album. Um, it just came out a few days ago. Um, so you can check that out. Um, like Colton mentioned earlier, it's on all of the streaming services out there. Um, it's on Bandcamp and everything. Um, you can find the band on social media at same band and same PGH. Um, you, my personal social media is Tom Tiggins and uh, that's it I guess if you checked out the album uh, thank you very much and if you like it um, just like share it with someone show it to someone I would appreciate that a lot so 
I definitely yeah. can't recommend that album enough, especially <laughs> if you're a fan of like, you know, smaller, smaller bands, you know, you want to find some new music, definitely check that out. Uh, and I'll put all the links to everything on your socials and stuff down below. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for watching. So I've been Colton Brooks. Thank you for uh, trying to give me some help.